Fellers, welcome to another episode of Video Game Hoedown. <laughs> I'm your host, Adam, and I, with me is my co-host, Brent Carroll. How's it going, Brent? Hey, howdy, partner. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing just swell. That's great. And today we are joined by a special guest, Sergio. How's it going, Sergio? Fellers, I'm doing all right. All right, so today's podcast is about Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> what do you guys think of this game that's draining your life away? It's fucking incredible. It's fucking great. I love it. I haven't seen my baby boy in about six days because of it. In a fortnight? In a, <laughs> almost a whole fortnight. That, that joke had some layers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, let's end it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we've all been playing uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Rootin' tootin' yeah, cowboy shooting. And I decided... <laughs> Rootin' tootin' cowboy shooting. Hell yeah. And I just decided to get the joke right out of the way at the beginning. No, that's good. That's good. So we get well, all our... Uh, <laughs> We get our fix at the beginning. Well, let's talk about it for a, a few minutes. <laughs> Just a few, a few minutes. Um, it's uh, One hour it's, later. Fuck, it's fucking great. It's it's uh, a lot of fun. You it's like, like it, the you like it more than uh, Breath of the Wild, right? Zelda. Yeah. So that's that's a that's a bit of a hot take that I have <laughs> is that Breath of the Wild I haven't played since I think that night that. We had game night and like I played it when Are you, you were fucking over. serious. No, dude, I just haven't played it because it's like because it has it has very fun. That. That's why. Yeah. Well, that came out a while <laughs> after. It's like I I made a choice that I was like, <laughs> this game I appreciate the hell out of it. I realize it's doing some really excellent stuff, but it's like not for me. I'm not having a lot of fun playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's then like I think being you know being straight, it's not for you. But you know it's okay. <laughs> exactly. That. But it's 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 a choice that I made. <laughs> <The> choice <laughs> is not. Well, no. And then it didn't help that I borrowed. Uh, uh, Mario Odyssey from Brian right after uh, because that yeah. game fucking clicked with me on every level. That game's incredible. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, I think Red Dead Redemption Two um, takes a lot of stuff from Zelda, but really executes them like well and like keeps well, it there's fun. No puzzle solving elements in uh, Red yeah, Dead, that's right? True. Well, it's not even the puzzles. The puzzles in the, in Breath of the Wild, I think, are great. But it's mm-hmm. it's all of like the environmental stuff, like mm-hmm. the punishing, uh, like weapon breaking system. Yeah. It's like the the environmental stuff is too harsh to me. It's mm-hmm. like I, I felt like I was like I I can't fucking do anything because <laughs> when I go up this mountain, I die because I don't have the right. Gear it's very stressful. Like, it's not really like fun because exa- of, yeah, and it's yeah. not like Dark Souls stressful. It's like a different stressful. I don't, I don't really know yeah. how to put it. Yeah, because in Dark Souls, you don't. I mean, your weapons do break, but that's hardly a concern in Dark Souls, like at all. Like, I don't even remember like yeah. fixing my swords in Dark Souls. Yeah, at all. but but I realize that's like my. Mm. It's I'm, I'm like it's you know that's not the common opinion, but I, I just think Red Dead Redemption Two 
like the developers probably learned some stuff mm. from Breath of the Wild and were like, hmm. I, I highly doubt that, though. Yeah. Because it's probably been in development for like. It's been in know, development for like seven years. Yeah. So long, <laughs> That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Sergio? What do you yeah, think of the yeah. new Red Dead Redemption game? It's just, it's taken like the best of all. Like, I think what all the games in the last five years or so just culminated into this. Like, it's. That's what Grand Theft Auto's always been good at. Rockstar's is good at that too. Yeah. Like they take all the trends and then they well, they kind of create them. They make it a, a norm for video games. Like they know they want to have like the yeah. video game to end all video games. They're like they're yeah. like Seth Brundle. They pick and take from you know different people. <laughs> hey, <What> the- <laughs> yeah, nice transition. Yeah, yeah. So but yeah, I mean really that's I think they've they've just fucking mastered that. Like we know what fucking is good and we're just gonna put it all in one game mm-hmm. and it just it fucking it's beautiful when they do it and it's just it's just a beautiful game in general oh yeah yeah man, absolutely like i'll gorgeous i will do i will do any excuse to like use a cinematic camera you know like to just like <laughs> when i'm on a track and, and you're just, like, like fuck bandits shit yeah, <laughs> you're, like, like, grabbing the God control. Damn it, i'm just watching the beautiful <laughs> scenery like leave yeah. me the f- i don't know why i don't use that more i really should like i use yeah. it sometimes but, it's uh, just nice because yeah. it's be- because like if you're going on a long route, you're just like yeah. yeah, and you just listen to the people's dialogue if you're like escorting. That's somebody. the best way, yeah, <laughs> yeah, to get the dialogue, get the the characters. And I'll just lie down, just like watch like a movie almost. Like it's just uh, yeah, it, it's just it's really it's crazy how well the cinematic camera works, except for some parts it gets a little well little when weird. when there's yeah. like a when there's a, a carriage or stagecoach coming your way, you're and like, you, oh, you well. like have to get around it. Your character's like up, 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 up. It's just like chaos. Yeah, it's like really immersive till you have like one of those like just video game moments. Like you're like, yeah, fuck. It's just like your horse turns all retarded and like, are you running? It starts going off. Like it it usually keeps to the track, but sometimes it'll just like go off. Yeah, god God damn it. Or you like do like a circle where the feet don't move. You're like, like what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. That's Uh, why I noticed with the first person like um, perspective because I've been doing it a lot mm because it's like. It's so refreshing just because it's just different. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can see his body. You know, you can see his feet. Mm-hmm. And you move a lot faster in first person, actually, because it doesn't mm-hmm. have to deal with the realistic, like, motion. The shooting is better in first oh, person. Yeah. Like, way better. Sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to fuck around first person more. Yeah. The only time I use it was when I'm, like, looting. Mm-hmm. And even then, it's not all the time, so... And like, yeah, as yeah. I've gotten older, like my eyes, they're not as fucking like sharp as they used to be. So like <laughs> going into the first, I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even, I couldn't see that. Right. Like yeah, when you're looking in right. drawers, I'm like, I don't even see them picking shit up. And then like when you go to first, <laughs> like, oh, okay. They like actually rendered each little piece of jewelry and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like that ad- attention to detail that they, I, I feel like they thought about that mode when they did everything. Like they didn't, oh, it's yeah. not just like a throw in like thing, like on GTA yeah, five where they just kind of threw it in. Yeah. yeah. It seems like, yeah, because they, they, I think added it in a re-release of GTA five. And I think right. from yeah. there, they, they added it in there to be like, we're going to be putting this in red dead. Let's like get some kinks out, start working on yeah, this like, now. And then in red dead. Yeah. They, I think they've like pretty much nailed it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Is it the same engine? Uh, that's a good question. It probably I is. Yeah, say, I would yeah, say it, it is. Like, it looks like. Well, it. it's. I think it's yeah. Frostbite. So it's like the bat, like the the engine that like EA uses for a lot of their games. Oh, didn't, which uh, say what Dead you want Space? about EA, but their games look good. You know, Dead like, yeah. Space use Frostbite. I think right. Uh, wait, wait, what? 
uh, Dead Space? Did it use Frostbite? Maybe an old version, but yeah. I, I like Battlefront Two uses it. Oh yeah, battle, the new Battlefield great, yeah. games use it. So where they always run like the same, like they always have like, <laughs> their elbows are just like yeah. Same in Red Dead, it's just like that's how they. Run. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah, it's just a a side effect of the engine, I guess, but. Mm-hmm. But guys, this isn't a <laughs> video game podcast, but we are all clearly uh, mm-hmm. loving this game and very excited about it. Um, if you have a PS4, uh, add us. Add us on the PlayStations. And you can join our gang, join our camp, What's whatever your... the fuck online's going to be, I guess. Uh, our posse. We'll put yeah. it in the description, right? Our screen names? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll put it in the description of mm-hmm. the uh, of the and episode, you and you can uh, add us all on there. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully by the time this comes out, we can gang up. Or yeah, we'll see, man. They they said the beta is going to be in November. Well, um, PlayStation so gets the uh, exclusive first access for online. Oh so. fuck yeah! Oh, yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Before the Xbox fella fellers get it, the Xbox fellers. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So let's get to what we really wanted to talk about: yeah. Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> just back into it. so, guys. Uh, chapter three of Red. It's like just <laughs> like some analysis on the story and just all that shit. But anyways, no, we're doing the fly. If you couldn't tell by the title of this podcast, yeah. Um, the nineteen eighty six David Cronenberg, Cronenberg. body oh. horror uh, <laughs> drama comedy. Romance. Dra- Co- comedy. There are some hilarious bits in this movie. <laughs> okay, and we'll uh, get into it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no, his little quips. His little quips. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Well, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, he's the Jeff um, Goldblumisms is yeah. fucking excellent in this movie. He's so fucking good. Yeah, for sure. Um, he's the best. And he's <laughs> what, what were you saying? Well, before well, hold that. Okay. Because okay. before <laughs> we get into it, in case anyone doesn't know. It's really simple. Uh, I mean, it's a really sil- simple s- summary. Yeah. Really simple. <laughs> uh, he's a su- Jeff Goldblum's a scientist. He makes a teleporter. Fly gets in the teleporter with him when he teleports himself. And he, come, he gets all, you know, messed up. Mm-hmm. And that's the movie. <laughs> yeah. So now we can get back into it with Jeff <laughs> well, Goldblum. I, I'm, I'm, I, I want to go off of what you just said because I, I think – that that's part of the thing that's like one of the things that I love about this movie is how like efficient and streamlined oh, and right. simple it is. Yes, dude, I was gonna say that earlier. Absolutely. On. Right? Because right. like when I was watching this and and bear in mind like we, we've been watching some Cronenberg movies. We watch scanners. We, yeah, we get uh we're getting a little prepped. And, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Videodrome. Mm-hmm. Um and, and especially Videodrome. Like, that is a very, like, layered, kind of dense, weird movie. This is back to his roots, to Scanners, I think. I think even more than Scanners, man. Like, this is, like, to it's me... It's simpler than Scanners, It's a yeah. very mainstream movie that yeah, just happens. Because we talked about this on Scanners. He said yeah. that Scanners was the most accessible one, while The Fly is not as accessible. See, yeah, I, I forgot just yeah. how mainstream this movie is, except for when it gets really fucking yeah, gross. that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's very mainstream. It's very simple. Yeah. Like, you have... The horror. Like, yeah. right at... I, what I love about it is that it doesn't start with just introducing Jeff Goldblum on yeah. his own or anything, or even her on her own. It, like, starts with the most important thing, which is them meeting each other. And they're like in the like what is it art museum? They're in a, mm-hmm. uh, a it's like a science convention fair, or something. Yeah, yeah, like a science fair or something. Yeah, and there's like journalists walking around. She's like trying to figure out like, oh, what's my next story going to be? Because yeah. she works for Particle Magazine, a mm-hmm. science magazine. Mm-hmm. And I, I just love that it starts 
with them meeting. It's like that's such an interesting because that's yeah. what the story is really. Well, yeah, about, like their it just like yeah. it doesn't waste time with establishing shots or anything. It's just like yeah. exposition. Let's go. Well, that's Cronenberg, like, man. Yeah, just you like, know, actually, yeah. I don't think I even thought about that for Cronenberg until you said it. But like. Yeah. He doesn't really fuck around with this, like establishing shots in like any of his movies, really. No, he he's concerned with the story, and yeah, the story is the first thing more than the visual yeah. art of filmmaking. From what I'm uh, noticing yeah. from all his films now, like that's the pattern that I'm picking. Yeah, I think he understands the like the fucking the attention span of the human being is just like let's keep this moving let's let you know let's get to yeah. the meat of things like he doesn't mm-hmm. fuck around with yeah he's interested in anything the, else in the story like the very interesting parts of the of the plot yeah because he pays it he plays like really good attention to like little details in the mm-hmm. plot like i really appreciate when he um you know, because I was actually thinking of this, like, how the fuck did this one guy come up with all this, all this stuff? But yeah, he explained yeah. it. He was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a systems management guy. Like, I don't know like pro- everything yeah. about it. Yeah. But I sent, I asked the parts. I asked for parts from like really talented people, and they make it for me. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's how engineering works. Which, like, that's what you do. Yeah. Which lends a lot to his character too. It's uh-huh. like, so he's kind of reckless with it. He has right. like, he doesn't put in the work, so he also you know, doesn't like weigh or doesn't know the weight of like what he's got in his hand. Like he doesn't know how important it is as far as oh, like that's the risk. Are like he's just ha- very reckless. Are he's you like saying that he, he didn't, he kept asking if he could, he didn't ask if he should. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'd say so. That, well, that's an interesting, uh, <clears throat> that's an interesting like reading of it because uh-huh. I can definitely see that. Um, for his character that like he he is kind of reckless with it like from the from oh, the beginning yeah. um, and it's probably because like he wasn't entirely the one like piecing all this together but he, yeah I, yeah like you're right like he says like I'm I'm like a, a glorified project manager like mm-hmm. I, I I'm I'm well that's know, how these projects talent. work like yeah. yeah I mean if you work on an F thirty five. You know, like no one knows every single like component. F- component. You know, everyone. Yeah. It's amazing that we get anything done because well, that's like how a the lot of manuf- bomb was built too, yeah. right? Like no one knows everything about it. It's, mm-hmm. it's just that you have to work together as a team to like make it yeah. work out. And I guess that's the fault of like um, of Jeff Goldblum's character is because he doesn't want to work with anybody really. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's kind of doing this solo. And and you know what I love about that, too, is like when we're talking about his character, that seems like it should come off like a fucking Stephen Lack in Scanners or something. It's like Jeff Jeff Goldblum in this movie is proof that getting the right actor for a role can like work miracles because like he should be really aloof and kind of even off putting Mm -hmm. because that's that's how uh like steven lack in scanners and that's how um fucking uh insane right-wing guy in video james wood james woods james woods um that's how he even kind of is in that rudy giuliani (laughs) but like with jeff goldblum you have this like from the get-go he's like charming as hell um it's it's like something different A little yeah. autistic, like a little, yeah, because but, he's got his little gold on the board. charming side of the spectrum. Yeah, it's like the charming <laughs> autistic guy. Yeah, <laughs> we've all yeah, seen them. 
I, I don't like to meet those not charming oh. autists. Oh, oh, autist. oh <laughs> man, this is off the rails here. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of like very not charming people, what about that alpha male guy that's in the the, the main antagonist? Oh, the boss? the editor of Particle Magazine, dude. Um, that guy. That guy. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we're talking about him too because he <laughs> is ridiculous. the epitome yeah, <laughs> of like 80s white collar bosses. <laughs> like that was totally like a thing in Die Hard. That's a thing in, um, oh yeah, the, like it's a yeah, thing in the multiple really movies. Douchey, like white the collar douchey, guy. yeah, the, like the, the, the rapey boss, yeah. rapey boss. That is the best <laughs> way to put it. Your subconscious is saying you are you're you want me to move back into your apartment. No, my my favorite yeah. line. He's like, can I claim your body dude, after I, all yeah. this? <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, yeah. That I'm was gonna... like, oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> he wouldn't He's have like... survived the me, hashtag Me Too movement. Oh, that guy would have been Me Too'd into oblivion. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> Shit. Me. Can you believe? Yeah, that, that line yeah. was ridiculous because that yeah, one dude. was um, in the context was that, you know, Jeff Goldblum has already like gone through the, the death throes yeah. of the fly. And he's just, she's like asking him for con like counsel, right? Like to help. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, can we fuck after like this is all done? Like after he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like no, after, would- after she's dead, like he's saying he wants to claim her body so that he could like fuck her dead corpse. <laughs> I that's mean, that's how that's how I heard it. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I thought I thought he was just like laying claim, like as in like when Jeff Goldblum's gone, like we, I get to fuck you now. Oh, uh, like, I, I guess I don't know. Uh, I, okay. I I took it as like, oh, you're gonna die too. I and, mean, either way, like, I get <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, the, the, kinda, the guy, yeah, the guy's a scumbag. Scummy. <laughs> um, yeah. But he turns out to be the hero. No, right? okay, I'm glad that you mentioned that because I I what I love what I think puts this movie into like masterful tier is that the characters aren't like none of the characters are really one dimensional. It's like, yeah, right. like Seth, Seth Brundle's his name, right? Yeah. Um, Grundle. Grundle? No, no, Grundle? I'm just, I'm, oh, you I, that's what I thought it was. Seth Grundle. Okay. I'm like, wait, well, I need to, got that I need to rewatch the fly. Cause oh, that's, okay. he's not Seth Grundle. Grundle fly, man. <laughs> Grundle. You know? Um, <laughs> but yeah, nice. like he, he's very charming and very, um, Jeff Goldblum, uh, Goldblum. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then like he comes out of the machine you know, after he gets in there with the fly and he's like kind of a fucking monster. He's like a maniac. He goes out mm-hmm. and like fuck some chick. Uh, <laughs> like to do that. We're going to, that's going to be a 30 minutes of this podcast is talking about that whole like part <laughs> whole of the movie. Sequence, yeah. It's nuts. But yeah, and he's like a scumbag. And, uh, but then on the flip side, you have, uh, her boss who kind of does become male. the hero at the end. Yeah. Like he, he has like nuance to him. It's like, we've seen him be I a don't scumbag know about nuance. I think it was, <laughs> He's got he's got layers, donkey. Let me just say that. Like he's I just not, don't I don't I didn't see it. I just I movie. just saw him wanting to kill some guy who ended up being a monster. You, you kind of see the like, turn though with him. Like when she, when he finds out that she's pregnant with uh Brundle's yeah. baby, he kind of like turns he's like, "Okay, now I got to go into this like supportive role." Like it may have been like self-interest there to like, like okay, the way that gonna... he played it it didn't feel like it yeah, was an it act didn't, it didn't like feel, it felt yeah. like he was being sincere yeah like he was like and it shit. was that point yeah when she's like pregnant and he's like fuck this is this is getting real yeah and like he felt more human at that point yeah, yeah even yeah. if he did say have did like have some lines at the end where he's like sounded like an asshole still it just like there was more i, don't know, depth I was always there. team fly like this entire movie <laughs> 
Like I never, yeah. I never had a turn. Well, yeah, I was never on, on that guy's side, yeah. but I'm just saying that like there was more depth than initially yeah, we thought. You I know? guess so. I just, yeah. uh, he I, just wanted to straight up just murder him like right away though. Like that, I mean, he just wanted to destroy like Jeff Goldblum. I don't yeah. know. It just seemed like the way, like everything that um, transpired for his character was just that he was like this super duper like alpha guy. Who just wanted to lay claim on this this lady, and he was just willing to do like anything to to get to that. Like it was yeah. just like it just seemed like a power play this entire time with him. Mm. You know, like it was, yeah. he was just really gross in this whole. Yeah. Like he shows up to her house, like <laughs> has her old key, yeah, and taking a fucking shower like he owns her. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. she's like, "I'm gonna keep your key." Um, yeah, that's weird. He just didn't. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't know. He seemed really one-dimensional to me. I would say, like, in his defense, not like to defend fucking being a rapey boss. Hashtag him too. Hashtag him too. I don't want to get me tooed after this, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Not like he. How do you? You don't know about their. I guess their pre-existing relationship. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like. Maybe she was into that at one time, and now it's like, oh well, she doesn't like him. So Iron now that shit, now that shit doesn't work. You know, I mean, maybe he's got like this, I guess, uh, impression of himself that he like has. Okay, that he, I'll, he keeps I'll meet up you. With her. I'll meet you there because I almost feel like uh, another layer to this this film is just like I, I would. It is kind of half kidding with the whole alpha thing, but. It's actually like I think you know in terms of masculinity, this movie actually comments it comments on it because mm-hmm. you know you got Jeff Goldblum is kind of the beta, and then you have the alpha, the whatever his name is, and they get switched around because yeah. uh, you know Jeff Goldblum has the genetics spliced into him, and he goes to the you know he goes to the bar and like <laughs> you know doing all this alpha <laughs> shit, guys, right? Yeah. He does all this alpha shit, yeah. and then like the other guy, you know, total alpha guy, like decides to you know, be helpful to her. So it, yeah. there, there's something going on in, in that kind of layer, that cold role switching yeah, sort of thing, I, you know? Definitely, yeah. And I, I think we 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 can't talk about that that douchey alpha guy without talking about like Gina Davis's character. Cause I, I love I love her character in this too. Um partially because I think her and Jeff Goldblum's like relationship is like re- like to me I really buy it. Well yeah they got like, married after the movie. They, oh, they, yeah, they were married three years. They were married from like 87 to 90. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, so well, were, that makes sense. It's yeah, like, they, like you really buy their chemistry. And it's like, I love her too, like her character, because like amidst all of that shit, like all the creepy shit that guy's doing, you never for one second think that like she could go back to him. Yeah. Like she's yeah. just, she's over him like from yeah, the get go and you get it. It's like, she's just like, no, I'm, I'm onto this, this new thing. And like, I kind of like this guy. It's I don't know. She like felt like like a really well written character to me. Yeah. And that's a real thing though with like relationships and stuff. Like until you're if like you get in those positions where you fucking like backslide into an old flame just because when mm-hmm. shit's tough, you know. Mm-hmm. And I could see like a girl doing that when like fucking shit gets crazy and they're. Boyfriend, your new boyfriend starts fly. To fly. <laughs> like, but yeah, it's like oh, it's coming back to me, huh? Because <laughs> your current boyfriend turns into an amorphous fly guy, huh? <laughs> Just because his, his, his body Typical. parts are falling Typical. off. Typical, Typical woman <laughs> coming back when your guy's a fly. 
I when could, I was turning to fly, you you just gone on left me. I remember that. I don't know why I went to like a country accent again. <laughs> yeah, you just like want to play Red Dead. Yeah. You just want to play Red Dead. And Adam standing. You up don't want to be around that the- fly feller anymore. <laughs> now you come crawling back to old Arthur Morgan. And Adam's picking up the controller, and he's up. Uh, he's gone. He's, he's gone. Uh, Adam. Uh, yeah, but I, I feel like oh, we God. we started with like. I, I think that guy and the, his relationship to uh, what's her name, Victoria. Uh, Gina Davis's character, know, uh, Veronica. A lot of She's Veronica. Veronica. You're right. Um, yeah. I feel like that's kind of the least interesting part of the movie. Like the most interesting shit is like the classic like monster movie Frankenstein's monster mm-hmm. shit that's Even going some, on with uh, what's that a uh, Disney movie? Oh, the Hunchback thing, Hunchback in Order. A little bit, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a lot of it's like a type. It's like a type of movie going yeah. back to like Frankenstein or like uh, even Beauty like Wolfman stuff, yeah. Beauty and the Beast a little bit. Um, just like the the man turning into a monster and like mm-hmm. that whole that whole process. Like I love the uh, I, I love how much attention like like what you said earlier the attention that they pay to the little things mm-hmm. and I think that they really capture the the wonder almost of like of like what he's doing and like how important it is yeah and they really highlight how difficult it is like with with the monkeys or the baboons i guess yeah like the, the unlimited supply of baboons that he has Dude, that's that a was note his, i put down i was like how many fucking baboons <laughs> that was this his guy brother had? and he's like he, he really seemed to like too. have a yeah. good relationship yeah, with a baboon he's like yeah. oh well, fuck it let's go ahead and throw yeah. you in this time. yeah well and th- 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 then they answered that little bit that i had by like giving him a moment being like i'm sorry about your brother or whatever and i was like oh that's super cool like it, it really is paying attention <laughs> i wrote yeah. down that was one of my favorite scenes <laughs> yeah, yeah. So i wouldn't do anything to them i wouldn't do it to myself. Baboon and Goldbloom. Baboon yeah. and Goldbloom. Baboon and Goldbloom, yeah. And he's just like cute. talking to like, you know, like he's drunk and yeah. he's like complaining about like uh, Veronica. Yeah. Like, like she, it's got to be her yeah. boyfriend. She yeah. went back to her boyfriend. Like yeah. he's just getting like paranoid. And then about it. just like swiping a fly away. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. that fucking like uh, what do you call that foreshadowing was so good right. with the fly. Mm. And like if you didn't know anything about the movie, even the way that. He, Cronenberg presented the fly in the scene too. It wasn't like overtly like eh, 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 look at this yeah, fly. It wasn't like, like it was just a psycho thing. Or yeah, like it yeah. was just kind of very you know you see it fly in there and you're like okay and then like you can't help but like pay attention to yeah, it. yeah. but it, he does it like in a way where it's not like super like, like cheesy yeah cheesy yeah, yeah. or it's, it's like on the on the nose yeah. he he gives the audience a little bit of credit like to their intelligence like. And then even then, like the characters themselves don't figure it out till like later in the movie that he's turning about what caused it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. He's just like, oh, I'm fucking superhuman now. I'm like, yeah, it's a a better Spider-Man. Yeah, it's it's like a realistic. uh, It's like, yeah, this is what happens. (laughs) Yeah, it's like uh, this is almost like uh, like post superhero movie type thing where it's like it's like what what happens (laughs) before there were superhero movies. Yeah, before there even were any. Right. but uh yeah i, I mean say, yeah, yeah like this is much more interesting than a superhero movie <laughs> i'll say that for sure because it's kind of like the actual consequences of like gaining a superpower <laughs> right away you know yeah. Your superpowers it, lymphoma or like something. yeah well and it's 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 really interesting too like his uh his cycle like let's get into his like process of like starting to uh morph uh with with the fly's dna it's like 
and we can like get into what happens after now. It's like the flesh, the flesh, yeah, the flesh. Dude, did I write down the video drum, dude? Like monologue? that fucking dude. Uh, well, okay. So I wanna, yeah, sorry. But, a, well, yeah. In, a, in a macro sense, it's like going back to the Cronenberg thing. He's obsessed with the human body. He's yeah. obsessed with disease. Yeah. This movie, he didn't even plan for this movie to be a commentary on the AIDS crisis. Yeah. People were but just like, in the eighties, it. it was like fully seen as like, Oh, this movie's about AIDS mm-hmm. because like, it's fully like the process of getting AIDS pretty much. Mm. Um, and cause he turned into a monster. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Freddie well, Mercury was crawling all apart. over the walls yeah. when, when he got AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just. Okay. I guess it's. I guess it's been long just, enough. To yeah, it's, 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 we, it's, we can joke about it again. Tell you, it's, South it's Park relevant. Did it 10 years uh, Bohemian ago. Rhapsody in theaters now. It's, 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 uh, it's check it out. Now. Brian Singer is a great person. Uh, God, Jesus Christ! Wait, Brian Singer is um, an okay guy. Okay, well, it's we have yeah, we're like in the right on and it's, and it's happening. It's like I love. I love the little moments like this that it spends with. And this this scene in particular, the one I'm talking about, is when Jeff Goldblum like realizes how strong he is, and he's doing like gymnastics like all yeah. over his apartment and it's like there's there's not a single line of dialogue in this whole scene not it's even just, a score either it's just silent. oh yeah, yeah you're right uh this is the best howard shore score that we've had this season like he's finally like nailing the the score for these cronenberg movies really? um i don't know I think I think it's weirdly whimsical at some parts. Well, I think I think that works for this because it's very eighties too. Like it's it it fits the 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 time period as well. I think it fits the uh, like the the more slightly more mainstream streamlined story of this movie. Um, I I I like it, but but yeah, this scene that we're talking about. is is fucking great. It's like Goldblum doing all these like <laughs> crazy moves because he has all these powers now. And like, I love the obvious stunt double too. <laughs> the cutaway to like yeah, like look at how like well they did like yeah they cut away and then he's behind that bar right there and then like yeah he's, like, there's <laughs> some badass moves there like running yeah. on the oh he's running on, the, on the ceiling yeah, yeah. Ceiling. I like how they're like yeah gymnastics it doesn't take any technique it's just strength really if you're you know what I mean like yeah. you have to <laughs> practice to fucking do like. Like fucking bars like that, like oh, <laughs> even if yeah. you're super strong, like I don't know, man. If the flies though, flies though. <laughs> flies hey, are- you know, this is a uh, movie that's advocating for genetic engineering. So, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. eugenics. Is, it, is that is that your 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 take? You're gonna get into? <laughs> well, now? my at my Adam insight. Ad, my Adam, let's, let's my cut Adam, to Adam insight. The <laughs> racist <laughs> insight. That's a. Then uh, now we go to another corner. No, I, I the only <laughs> thing I really picked up on was really like, yeah, the AIDS thing definitely. Yeah. Um, probably just the uh, abortion policy. Oh God, mm. yeah, dude. Oh my God, it really. I forgot about that until this so, time. I was like, oh boy, yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> so we'll fast forward to where uh, Veronica had a. Uh, she was she's concerned that she's pregnant with uh, Jeff Goldblum's uh, fly baby. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, she wants to get rid of it. What do you guys think of the ethics behind uh, the uh, abortion that she wanted to get with? <laughs> You're uh, asking for our uh, our abortion takes. As well, well, okay, I'll start. Okay, but um, it almost like you know, I never really think about abortion too much. I yeah. always like I'm I'm pro choice, obviously, but yeah. as a male, it's kind of hard for me to really have like too much of an opinion on it, you know, like in a logical sense, like abortion is not a big deal. Yeah. But in that scene where she's getting an abortion, I felt like really uncomfortable, 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like watching her like go through the process and she's like debating whether or not she still wants to keep it. And mm-hmm. it really kind of opens your eyes on like how, like, why would anybody really want to get an abortion unless it was like 100% like mm. I need to get rid of this baby. Like, it's not like something that's like, yeah. you know, it's not something that like, like whores just want to just do it because they keep getting like pregnant or something. You know well, what I mean? That scene yeah, with the consult yeah. too is kind of like weird, like out of context, like you watching as the audience, you know, she's like, she's a concerned about the fly baby, but they're just like, yeah, it was a guy that was deformed. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, we yeah. got to make sure you, like you, the baby talking uh, Brent, the abortionist. <laughs> Is that his oh name? yeah, his name yeah. was Brent. Dude, I, 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 I always, I always that. like, I, like <laughs> I always remember Brent's in cinema because it's like, it's like, oh, I never hear that. It's like there's hey, one that, water that's boy. boy from uh, Scanners, dude. That's her oh. boy from Scanners. It is. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah. Did you know Cronenberg was the guy with the fly baby? He was the, the gynecologist. The gynecologist, the yeah, oh. yeah, <laughs> with the glasses. You know, who gave him that idea to go down on this uh, tangent. Yeah, him. Uh, it was uh, Scorsese because Scorsese liked. Uh, what was the last one we talked about? Video drum so much he was like, oh, oh we need to hang video out. Drum? Oh, cool. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Scorsese was like, you got to be in your own movies, man. You got to be in your own movies. <laughs> yeah, be, be, get a cameo going, and well, then he, he's and like he did snorting it. a bunch. <laughs> yeah, of he was doing lines. Mark yeah. Scorsese's Joe Pesci. Yeah. Got to be in your own fucking movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, Scorsese, yeah. Robert De Niro were just snorting like fucking pounds of coke in the <laughs> like I bet he was yeah. fucking buzzed out of his mind <laughs> fucking Jeff Goldblum turning him out right now yeah dude oh god this weird yeah I dude. love that though the like this is a good scene to show like the voraciousness of a fly like he's yeah, just like constantly yeah. just like I want to fucking eat like just like yeah doesn't want to stop yeah, yeah never yeah. want to sleep yeah and I, I I like with the with the exception of and this is a slight exception but like of the scene when he's putting a shit ton of salt or sugar, I'm sorry, sugar, sugar in yeah. his coffee. It's never like played for laughs, really. That scene, it's like more it's weird. really hilarious, though. <laughs> it is kind of funny, but hilarious is because you're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's like what a fly would. Like, well, go- Goldblum is selling it because like yeah. he's he's he's, he's like 200 percent Goldblum in those scenes. Yeah, and so yeah. this is like the most Dude. acting I've ever seen Jeff Goldblum do. No, like he's yeah. usually just Jeff Goldblum, but in this he has yeah. like fucking range, and like you can mm-hmm. see like he's a, he's a great actor, man. Yeah, it's like, he's he's like he's like Nick Cage. Yeah, like he, he yeah, use him right. You kind of yeah, gotta know, yeah. What 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 way? He's to use totally him. underutilized because though, it's in like yeah, like a a pile of energy yeah. that you need to know. It's like it's like a it's like an explode like they're explosions, and you have to be like the gun to know how to focus all that <laughs> yeah. explosion. You gotta be to like, aiming at the right target, right? <laughs> yeah, they're like bullets, I yeah. guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, what was I going to bring? Uh, damn it! What was it? Was it the uh, the bar scene when he first? Uh, <laughs> oh wait, no, I'm sorry. Okay, um, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, genetics and identity because um, yeah. this movie is is going off the themes of just like what truly is like you as a person. Like what is like are you your genetics? Are you your behavior? Are you like mm-hmm. the genes? Because it just yeah. seemed like Jeff Goldblum was saying, like, please keep the baby because it's, like, part of me. Yeah, survive yeah, yeah. Because He's like, you're killing the last human part of me. Yeah, that's right. right. I forgot about that line, yeah. But he, like, he, he, he degrades into this, like, fly thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's, like, you can clearly see, like, that's not 
that's just like not him anymore. Well, that's why but the ending is so fucking that's why good. It's so good. Yeah. Is that what you were you were gonna bring that up? Well, because she she's so hesitant to still like yeah. shoot him mm-hmm. because she she is like, well, this is like the only thing I have left of him because yeah. she truly loves like his essence. Yeah, you know, and it's like she and she's like having a she is the the interesting part is that she's having trouble trying to like consolidate um the the body the flesh between his essence you know what i mean like yeah yeah, yeah. she she feels like the flesh is still like like she wants to keep the flesh because that's him mm-hmm. but it's not him she has to kill it because his essence is gone like his his like charming personality and his like genius yeah. is like it's all gone right yeah so it, it's it's playing on that whole uh, dichotomy. It's like what what it is to be like who you are as a person, like an identity, you know. Well, and then that's what makes the ending so like heartbreaking. Is that even looking at it, uh, his like fully transformed, like deformed, like he's like at this point mutated with the fucking teleporter. Yeah, it doesn't and, look anything like And yeah. it's fucking heartbreaking because he grabs her gun and he aims it at his head and it's like there's something in there. Like he's still, he's still somewhere of, in yeah. there. His essence is kind of still in there. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, Ugh. oh God. And then she does it and it's like, oh, fuck, man. Like I forgot, I forgot like how like hard the, the ending of this like it's really so hits, sad. man. Like yeah. it's really, <laughs> like this movie is so much more like emotional and uh like warm in the sense that like the characters feel human than like any other Cronenberg movie we've watched this season. That's true. Yeah. Like it's that I guess maybe that's what I'm talking about when I say that this is like quote unquote his most like mainstream movie is that like right. it is his most approachable in the sense that like the characters feel approachable and human, you know. Unlike um, Stephen Lack. Unlike Stephen Lack or God forbid James uh, fucking Woods, <laughs> yeah, Lord knows he's not a. Well, he was like the he was like the alpha guy in uh, this one. Yeah, he's a yeah. scummy like scummy dude. Well, have you seen like, Videodrome? Uh, no, I have not. I've been wanting to see that. You movie should check it out. You have to check it out, man. It's good. It's it's the thing is in those movies, he's, it feels like he's not even trying to go for the same thing that he is with the fly. Like with the mm-hmm. fly, like you feel that he's like trying to make you feel something like he's trying to make a more emotional movie. Yeah. You he, know, this one's probably his most emotional yeah. one yet. To, to sure. me, it's my favorite that we've watched of his this season. Like it's very good. Easily. Videodrome. I, I, don't, I don't know. Videodrome's, uh, I think it's it good, might. Got those layers. Well, yeah. yeah. This one's just universally loved as a movie. Like it's For always sure. making like the top hundred movie lists and it's mm-hmm. got just like, mm-hmm. It's iconic, and it's—I mean—it's career making for Jeff Goldblum. Like this is where, like, what put him on the map. It's got him the the um, Jurassic Park role. This one. So it's got him. Uh, Space Girls are easy. That, never had that. Yeah. What? <laughs> do you do you guys prefer the Fly Bloom or the Jurassic Bloom? Damn. Whoa, man. I'm going to say Fly Bloom, actually. Fly. Yeah, I think, there's, I there's think more, so, too. The I think thing, that's all three of more us. More depth. Yeah, yeah but Fly because Bloom. by benefit of him being a main character, you know what I mean? Like, you're able to get more time with him, and you're able to kind of track but his But you don't arc. get the, the har, 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 har laugh that you get in Jurassic Park. <laughs> You know, like, you remember that, that, was, that was a hell of an execution can you, of that. Can you run that back one more time? <laughs> arr, arr. 
This time I'm not going to put that sound bit in just so that people can uh, go search that. I think that was a pretty good impression of his ridiculous. He had a ridiculous laugh in that helicopter. I thought you were going to mention the the shirtless uh, Goldblum scene, the shirtless uh, at post uh, post dino attack. Mm. Um, But his haircut isn't as good here as it is in. uh, Yeah, man, got some real '80s styles going on. Um, The the mullet, the mullet, shit. Well, what what I wanted to say, what I wanted to say too about the. success of this movie is that um, it won an Oscar. It won the only Oscar Cronenberg's ever gotten um, for best makeup. For makeup, yeah. What a surprise. Yeah, people which did. people say he got snubbed for the actual like acting or best actor Oscar. Dude, he didn't get nominated for any serious. Uh-uh. Uh, I think he got nominated for, he won the Saturn Award, uh, but Saturn oh is strictly sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who cares about the Saturn yeah. Award? That's, that's the bad thing, though, when you go with like a genre like this. It's just, you're not going to get any... Uh, kind of fucking awards or anything like well, unless it's for that. makeup yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean because i mean suicide squad yeah i was saying that was exactly what i was saying with suicide squad you, you know so you know you can't take the makeup one seriously at <laughs> all yeah but you just have to be you have to be the king speech or the artist or you know um what's another stupid movie that no one's gonna watch oh oliver twist you know, just those in movies yeah. about Hollywood, and that's what wins. Well, I want to. I, I right now, I also want to bring up the thing with this movie. Uh, uh, the thing came up, or came. I'm sorry, came out uh, four years right, four years before this. Mm-hmm. It was a box office dud. Uh, it was seen as too much of a downer. This movie, The Fly, was a uh, box office hit. Yeah, it was like sixty million, right? Yeah, it uh, made a ton of money at the box office. Um, was kind of Cronenberg's like final, or not final, but like his his big hit. And I just want to like, I want to like talk about that because it's really fascinating to me. Because this, to me, honestly, the fly is grosser than the thing to me. The fly is fucking gross. <laughs> it's really <laughs> nasty. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's just crazy to me that like. The difference that four years makes on an audience, or like, what else do you think it was that like the thing was a total dud and the fly was a total hit? It had bigger star power too. It had Kurt Russell in it, didn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, Kurt Russell was a big star at the time. Um, The thing is, it was okay. I think a big thing is ET. Going back to ET again, it came out two weeks before the thing. Uh, Yeah, so I'm wondering when this got released. You know what I mean? That's true. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't have that that information we're, on hand. Let's, but let's look it up. 86. <laughs> yeah, bring that up, and then we'll we'll see. But maybe people were starting to realize how fucking terrible the 80s were, and just like I think that might be it, man. I think the, <laughs> the 80s. 86. Yeah. It's and we've talked about this this season about like hitting at the wrong time and right. like hitting at the right time, and it seems like with the fly, Cronenberg finally like hit that like nexus of. Because I was I was reading also about how the audience um, test screenings were really good. The studio was excited for this when they mm-hmm. saw um, That's like so the strange. Rough cut. That's yeah, so and strange. it's like yeah. it's so fascinating that like something about this, and I think that the fact that it is really straightforward and simple um, probably helped a right. lot. Yeah, you know, yeah, I think yeah. it really did. It's like an old school monster movie, just gross. Yeah. You know? Well, eighty six was an interesting year for movies. Like looking yeah. at like the top films of eighty six. Yeah, Top Gun. Aliens, the one with uh, oh. the second one. Because Alien um, came pl- out a couple Alien. weeks after yeah. The Thing, interestingly yeah. enough. Uh, Platoon, we had uh, okay. 
Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Big Trouble in Little China. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And then Labyrinth came out, Cobra with fucking Stallone. So it was like an interesting, Cobra like, yeah, like the, it was like, this is yeah. peak 80s, man. Like yeah. all the fucking, like. You know, by you saying that, like half of those movies have that like cynical tone and half yeah. have the like, oh, the 80s rule. Or maybe maybe not even. Maybe even had short circuit Ferris that Bueller's, year. No, yeah, huh? they're they're pretty like kind of cynical. Like Ferris Bueller yeah. is pretty cynical. So it me. seemed like as the eighties yeah. went on, people started to be able to be ready for a movie like this. I think. I think, I think that it might have been that everyone was like having a good time. Yeah. Because you know everyone's making so much money in the eighties, and they're like, let's get some. We can handle some fucked up shit now because we're all having <laughs> good yeah. times. You know what I mean? For sure. It's usually yeah. the opposite. Like whenever, whenever things are bad, people like those happy, upbeat movies. Yeah, it's true. And I then mean, whenever things are good, it's like let's see some real fucked up shit. And then you know? yeah, and yeah. you look at that kind of like it happens always. Like I feel like mid decade, you kind of get into that like right. uh, yeah. that where like all the. The, the the everything that culminates for that time frame like or that generation kind of comes together mid decade like yeah um yeah. like mid two thousands like that's when you had like all the like the Nolan ca- Batman yeah, well the Nolan Batman's and then like everything got gritty at that time period for sure and yeah, then like, now we have all like the fucking self awareness shit that, yeah uh, like Deadpool and uh, and we're hitting that and again and we're hitting that you like, know that whole like self awareness like movie yeah. media thing yeah because you know? everything that started in the early 2000s mm-hmm. is now you know just kind of like it's degrading degrading yeah yeah because <laughs> so, i, I think we hit like with Jeff film yeah like we yeah we just do the same thing mm-hmm. over and over and over and then we kind of we're like okay we become aware you get that cynical sense to film and then that's when the best stuff comes out though because it kind of just starts subverting the norms and you come out with like these really good movies or you can be you know so cynical that it's just for the sake of cynicism (laughs) as opposed to like actual any commentary on anything that's because at least like at least the fly has like very interesting like um i don't know like interesting themes but like you get like kind of like deadpool who who is just kind of like everything sucks guys isn't this hilarious how everything sucks (laughs) yeah yeah, like <laughs> you know, I don't I mean? know, man. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of hope that uh, this scene right here. Oh God! Yeah, he's pulling his <laughs> oh, fingernails Jesus. off, dude. I was so fucking uncomfortable dude, with this, this movie. So I forget every time I see it how fucking disgusting this movie is, guys. <laughs> it's uh, this is where it just takes the the turn in the deep Cronenberg territory. Yeah, yeah. Like. well, I love. Okay, I love like. Uh, I already forgot his fucking name, Brundle. Mm-hmm. Mm. Brundle is like a metaphor for the movie itself. Like it starts as such a like a pure kind of nice uh yeah. like romance like romantic mm-hmm. movie. Oh, okay. That's a good, and then yeah. it starts to decay just like his character himself until at the end it's this disgusting beast mm-hmm. uh just like him and then like it's the grossest movie <laughs> you've ever like seen him. by the end of it. Yeah. it. It's just funny how it like it, it works as a kind of a, yeah. it's got that layer to it. Well, I think that's why like um, cool. a lot of people compare it to aging. Um, like oh you, yeah. You yeah. start off like as this, you know, fresh, innocent thing. You reach your peak of mm. physical and mental prowess. And then you start yeah, degrading yeah. well, into this like, fucking yeah. monster begging for death. Like it's just like, anything. yeah, like that's a good one. Like, I mean, I thought, honestly, more so than the AIDS thing, 
I thought it was more like it was cancer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, he even know. references it, I think, at one Yeah, he point. says, that, yeah, he says, like, you know, lymphoma and shit like that. I mean, he just looks like he has, like, fucking, yeah. like, stage... Yeah, stage seventy, <laughs> stage seventy, <laughs> stage fly. Cancer. Yeah, I mean it's God. it's uh, and plus it's, it's so, on a genetic level too. Yeah. Like that's like you know got spice in there. It's so it. yeah, it's like so universal thematically. Like how how many movies can you just like easily pull out three or four different themes yeah. that are happening like at the same time, like without saying like no, that one's wrong, this one's right. You know, and uh, being able Layers to like prove it, you know, bonky. yeah, it's it's great, and I I love like I think the music too also supports like at least the life and death thing because like yeah. the music is very light and kind of like uh like fluffy at the beginning and it's very like nice mm-hmm. and then it really starts to decay like with him throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's that's like part of the reason why I think like the score for this one is fucking great too. I love how eighties computers are just magic like. Yeah, no, we didn't understand. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) like it talked to it, and then like processes like photo, like just like artist renderings of like flies and Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Another connection to the thing is (laughs) the fucking Goldblum and fucking R.J. McCready like sitting there talking to their super smart computers about what's going on. (laughs) Like, like that's such an '80s thing. Like. Like, that's uh, the future. You get to talk yeah, to your computer. Don't you talk to yeah, Siri? I answers. talk to Siri all the time. That's true. Yeah, and in, in, uh Alien, like that's a big thing with Mother and in, uh, in the Alien uh, movies. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then now we actually have Siri and mm. Alexa, and we use it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I know people use Alexa all the time, but I I, I never use Alexa use Siri. like all the time. Actually. Really? Yeah. I say Alexa. Do you love me? And she says no. No, I'm a machine. <laughs> Alexa, <man>. accesspornhub.com. <laughs> Sorry. Log in, favorites. <laughs> Log in, favorites. <laughs> BBW. Oh, B- I, oh my B- God. What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean, Brent? Uh, I actually forgot. Big, big, busty women. <laughs> you go ahead and cut you, this you, on out of the podcast. You mean uh, BBC? <laughs> Oh yeah, the British Broadcasting <laughs> Company. British, yeah, the British Broadcasting <laughs> Network. It reroutes you to the news site so you can stay current. Yeah, exactly. Kids, uh, vote. <laughs> vote. <laughs> no, this is too late. We've already lost. Um, yeah, we, yeah. It, it's too late. Hopefully, I like you know, how <laughs> we always reference this every time. Yeah, there's going to be this narrative throughout the whole season that's probably just going to be a bummer <laughs> but because we keep reminding where, where, them, where we yeah. keep talking about voting and it's like, oh boy, that's not going to age well. Probably yeah, the last one you just fucking commit. Yeah, because like what? Yeah. What episode <laughs> yeah. is this? Like is this it, is six, man. This is oh, so gonna be six. six straight like <laughs> yeah, episodes. Just bummer reminders that the world's still garbage. Oh yeah, like yeah. But we've got yeah. Red Dead Redemption too. You can't hey guys, Red that. Dead though. Red Dead. You don't need to vote in that game. You just you just play. <laughs> you just do whatever you want. You <laughs> Did know? you guys do the wi- the women's suffrage <laughs> mission? Yeah, I paid twenty. Yeah, yeah. 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 She just yeah. gets mad at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because w- women. Should, should vote be able to vote <laughs> yeah guys listen listen guys we got some <laughs> hot <laughs> takes on this podcast here all right but oh, i man. i think i can speak for all of us when i say women <laughs> i really think should be able to vote look right? there, there there is legitimate reasons on both sides but <laughs> on both sides <laughs> but women should be allowed yep, to vote allowed to vote what they're humans just like men. 
and they they have agency. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Brent said they're only human three weeks out of the month. Oh God! <laughs> you said that like you're like my eight year old son. <laughs> That's Brett like, said that's that like they 90. should not vote most of the time. <laughs> Brett said they ain't smart like the fellers are. Oh, God. They got the hormones and shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the hormones. Oh, Christ. And they want to be like that Hillary Clinton. How can we trust a pms woman with the red button? That's what I want to <laughs> know. red button. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about the makeup effects going on in the fly. Speaking of women, pretty... let's get to the makeup. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. God. Unintentional. Um, sure. But, uh, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah, dude, it's fucking, it's incredible. Like, um, it's really cool, like, how they progressively and, like added on to yeah them. dude there's i was i was on the wikipedia today and there were seven different um like brundles there were like seven oh, yeah, different stages. Hair stages like this is the last one the the we have it on the tv right now uh the one where he has like his walker and everything this is the it last like one where he's not wearing michael jackson's thriller yeah kind of honestly um <laughs> this is the, the last one before he's like in a full body suit right um but yeah, it's it's fucking excellent, man. And it's like it makes you think about like movies today and how they'd probably do some kind of like CG thing yeah. to their face and they'd right. like it wouldn't be a fully <laughs> practical thing. And it just makes you appreciate how fucking uh disgusting yeah. it is. Dude, I know th- th- this practical stuff just you know, it goes back to other episodes that we talked yeah. on about is that practical just makes makes things so gross and it's great like, yeah i wish we could just stick to practical stuff for like intentionally gross stuff because it takes you, know? you out of it when you can notice the cg and it's just like or you yeah. just know it's cg you're just like ah. it's like yeah it doesn't like have the same like fucking like i think that you're you naturally know when something's real even if it's sure. fake real but it's real and it's really there and it actually like made it's it tangible yeah it's tangible, tangible exactly yeah, yeah like no matter how close you come to the what is it the uncanny valley when you can't right, tell yeah. the it's like no matter how come or how close you come it's like <laughs> how close you're you come. How, how close you get to come and when you see that hey, all that white stuff makeup yeah. hey hey, hey. <laughs> that's, um, a, that's a joke yeah, uh, <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, like you, you do always know, and it's like I, I, I'm trying to think of a good example of like effects like these done today that that like don't quite work on this level. Um, I mean, late the later Cronenberg films like A History of Violence and Eastern Promises, they had some pretty like gross like gore. Yeah, well, that was still fucking sick. I love that movie. That movie's so good. He's still doing practical stuff in those, right? Right. Like those are still very practical movies. Yeah, they don't look CGI. Yeah, (laughs) I I don't think they are. I'm I'm just trying to think of like a movie today that's trying to be gross, but like doing a lot of CG. That's hard to come by because even nowadays you just have like. CG blood splatter when you yeah. shoot fire a gun at a guy. You know, it's not even <laughs> the, like Adobe, yeah. like Photoshop, fucking like, it's like <laughs> yeah, like on, like on Titans where they just <laughs> like blood splatters on that <laughs> fucking trailer looks so bad. Even yeah. like John Wick, a movie like John Wick, like to me, I can tell that it's like just kind of like After Effects blood happening. Yeah, like it's it's pretty obvious, but like. I don't know. But what is, what at is, least that one has like the choreography to compensate. For yeah, sure. yeah. It, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't like rely on special effects right. for it. Yeah, it's just like scene dressing, pretty much like background yeah. stuff. What is it about the '80s that like 
like directors wanted to like destroy bodies and just like <laughs> decay people. Like I, I don't know. It, it seems like there's something there that was because going everyone on. Was at the doing time. drugs and decaying their body, bro. It's called cocaine, bro. Called cocaine. I guess was it was is that as like as simple as it comes? Like just oh, I don't cocaine? know. Like, I think I think that alien fucking well, like, um, well, aliens a metaphor for rape. Like I, well, you had the Reagan <laughs> the Reagan years where he was yeah. all about like purity and like being like good. And I guess because of, like, the whole, like, crime wave of, what is it, the 70s or something? Yeah, yeah. And trying to, like, purify the nation. And it's just kind of the reflection of, like, how everyone sees the dirty aspects of the nation now due to, to, like, you know, (laughs) 24-hour news cycles and all that. And it kind of just got caught up into that, you know, zeitgeist. war on drugs, too, like we mentioned in uh, the first episode, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Ask my mom about the eighties. She lived in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> I was made in the eighties. <laughs> I wish. What eighty? Eighty-seven. I was born a year after this came out. I was. Yeah. I was probably. I was probably. Conceived. You're the fly baby. <laughs> what? He's what the, Sergio's the fly baby. Oh shit! You're the <laughs> fly oh shit! Baby. They somehow had a Mexican. Spe- no, it came out Mexican. That was Span- the, that, uh, Spanish that, fly. Spanish fly. Spanish fly. Hey, ching! I got you. Yeah, Air five. So that's where um, the genetics got ruined. <laughs> Did you know there was a sequel to this? Yeah, there were a couple. Yeah, sequels. like two sequels. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the next one was the baby was actually born. And then, oh, yeah, so, like, the fly baby gets born, but they didn't get Gina Davis. They got some... The only person that returned was fucking Alpha Guy. Oh, he's, of course. He's really? the only actor that oh, came back have, for the sequel. Is he missing a hand and a foot? I, I don't know. I can't, I'm, oh, like, okay. curious. Like, I want to watch it just because of that. I forgot about that, man. That's brutal. If he doesn't... If, he, if he's doesn't have a hook and a peg leg... Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> then that movie's not worth watching. Yeah. He's got to. I mean, it's like it picks up right after this one. Because supposedly. I bet that actor was like, oh, do you remember how like my character, you know, he like lost his hand <laughs> and uh, lost his foot. So we kind of start over from. Uh... Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. <laughs> no, uh, he was just like, because like, obviously, since he was in the second one, he's like super enthusiastic about yeah, being yeah. in it. So we <laughs> capture every idea that happened. Well, you yeah. know who directed the second one was the guy that no. did the makeup effects. Chris and he Wallace, won the Oscar, yeah, 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 and he ended up directing oh, the sequel. So winning an Oscar means you could direct a movie, huh? <laughs> He's like, hey man, I got an Oscar. Fucking Cronenberg did it. Yeah, hey, it uh, it worked for John Carpenter since that's what started his career. Well, he made a short film. Well, yeah, but he won an Oscar. So, but uh, for a short film, yeah, <laughs> not for makeup. <laughs> well, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Um, that that is a weird like transition right like yeah. I'm, a, I'm the makeup guy i'm trying to think there was there had to be somebody i think there was somebody else who did that i can't think of them offhand though but um was it the one that we were talking about with john um on uh what movie did we watch with john? video drum right was it video drum yeah he was talking some because john seems to know like a lot about uh dude yeah his he's like a he, he's like dictionary yeah. dictionary yeah. the source he's, he's like a, wikipedia he's, i don't <laughs> It's like a, a film encyclopedia. Like, like he knows a, a lot of names. <laughs> He's a book man. You can just open him <laughs> up. Man. <laughs> you can open up his brain and read all the words that He's, are in there. <laughs> He's pretty clever for a Mexican fella. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, listeners, go check out that episode with John. Yeah, he probably account. already did. Probably. It was the last one, I think. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like people would have like started 
People people have seen the fly more than Videodrome. I yeah, people think. people have been pretty cool about listening to even even. I mean, Inherit Vice was was our second biggest episode last <laughs> season, and that doesn't make any sense. That to doesn't me. make. I, any I think no, most people probably listen to it. They're like, maybe these guys know what the fuck it was about because I'm fucking lost. And guess Sean what? is we cool did. as fuck. And by we, I mean Adam. <laughs> oh, yeah. Adam like pieced that movie out. Well, um, I, wa- I, I watched it like five times. <laughs> yeah, because I wanted well, to figure it out. Uh, like, I, then I'm going online and I figured it out. Right, <laughs> that was that was it part dro- of the trip. Yeah, it, it drove you to to mania. You were, there's you a your Cronenberg right there. Yeah, that's him right there. So this this scene, the abortion, abortion scene, scene, is so disturbing to me. Yeah, on some some level because. Just just seeing that fucking larva thing come oh, out dude, of her yeah. yeah. I thought oh this scene God. was fucking real. Like the first time, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot this time. I've seen this movie a couple times, yeah. but like, I, I forgot this time, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot that it jumps to this," and it's like, "Holy shit!" And then she wakes up, and you're like, "Oh fuck, that's right." And <laughs> uh, I, I want to talk a little bit about the end of the movie because this movie, I think, is. Cronenberg made a ballsy fucking choice with where he ended this movie because it's like, bam, Brundle's dead. Bam. Credits. That's all you fucking get. Like, yeah, like it really it's over. like, yeah. like it literally it hits the climax. Right. Dips for like 30 seconds and ends right there. That's like there's no denouement. There's fucking nothing. It just like stops. Like, well, yeah, right because it would have been a fucking disservice for him for her to like. Yeah. Be consoled by douchey alpha guy. Well, I want to say uh, I was reading today that they filmed a scene at the end of the movie um, that Cronenberg cut, and it is of her having the baby, and it's just a, it's a normal baby, and she's like relieved, huh. and Cronenberg was like, I, I don't want that in there. It's like, nah, that's that's not like what I want to leave people with. It doesn't. So, it, it doesn't seem to. It's not very consistent with like what this movie was tracking yeah. towards, you know? Yeah. I, I, mean, I just, I, I love where the movie starts and stops. I think it's just a really like, interesting place. You as a, uh, yeah, I mean, you as an audience person should still conclude that she has the baby, you know, or not, you know, like have that sort yeah. of talking yeah, point. It leaves it more, yeah, a little more, more ambiguous. Leaves yeah. some meat on the bone for Chris Wallace's sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if, what if, uh, what if, what if old Chris was like, Hey, um, Dave, um, I, I really want to do another one. Can you just cut that scene so that that can be my whole next movie? Like, and we can just, uh, and he's like, fucking I'm, fine. I'm making a career out of this, Dave. <laughs> leave, leave, yeah, some, leave some for old Chris. Like Cronenberg said, he's like, all of my movies have endings. Like, I'm never going to make a sequel to one of my movies. Yeah. Because um, it, like, doesn't make any sense. But, like, people have done it. Like, there's, like, two Scanners movies, like, after the first <laughs> yeah. one. Like, uh, they just have to come in after and like pick up the scraps of like what he left. Well, yeah. You think Videodrome has a has a sequel? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's, no, called, it's called we Rudy. Pitched it, we pitched it, what and it's it? called Digital Drome. Remember? Oh yeah, Blu-ray Drome and DVD. Well, Blu-ray Drome. Blu-ray Drome. That, Blu-ray Drome. I mean, it, I know it rolls right off the tongue, oh, but I think I think Digital Drome is <laughs> it's a much better H.264 Drome. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Beta Betamax Drome. <laughs> yeah. Dot ABI Drome. <laughs> torrent Drome. Torrent Drome. Dude, no, you got to you got to admit Digital cool. Drome would fucking work oh, yeah, as a sequel. Sure. Like you could make a sequel to Video Drome easy today, I think. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's write it up <laughs> right now. Listen and to David Cronenberg. You listen to this. We're gonna sell you a script. It's pretty good. You got, you got computers. You you got 
drones. You got digital stuff. You got Robert Pattinson playing James Wood's son. Yeah. <laughs> you and your you fucking hey. dream castings. Hey, and then you got <laughs> Sega Dreamcastings. <laughs> no, I like, love Dreamcasting. <laughs> like, Did well, you see my tweet yes, last night? Yes, I was yes. like, no, that's blasphemous. No, There's is, only no, one goal. Explain it for okay, me. Okay, okay. Last audience. night when I was watching this movie, I was like, Gold, Goldblum is such a specific actor. There's nobody like him. And then I was picturing in my head, I was like, dude, Adam Driver would fucking kill as like a Goldblum type. Hey, okay. All I right. think this specific okay. role, because like, I just, I can see the body type and then the hair. Like, he just yeah. got like Kylo Ren well, he hair. Has, the Kylo thing is, when you, when you talk about him as an actor, you have to kind of forget Kylo Ren, because Kylo Ren... Is like his worst role. <laughs> is is he? He's good oh, as he's it. Pretty good as Kylo Ren. But the thing is, he's not doing what he's great at. Like if you if you've ever seen Girls, he's like incredible yeah. in Girls because he's insane. He's yeah. like so gross. In he's girls, like he's yeah. Jeff Goldblum in Girls. Like he's nuts <laughs> in that fucking show. Um, and that's why I was thinking like. If someone were to remake it, terrible idea. Yeah, he get fucking he could play it. Yeah, I mean, I could see him as Seth Brundle, but I mean, just yeah. Goldblum is just like one of those you can't recast. That's true. That's true. Like, It'd it, have to be a different thing entirely. Yeah, yeah it would. It would have to be its fly. own. Like, yeah, you yeah. can't capture like lightning. Well, in have a you guys like seen that, like, the original? The Fly, or read the original short story. I've no. seen a bit of it, the, the, the old black and white one. I, like 1958 I Yeah, 1958. I, yeah. I wanted to connect that to the thing, too, because that's the same thing. It's based on a short story, based on a movie in the 50s. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that was a cool kind of connection, too. Mm-hmm. But no, I haven't seen uh, the original of any of those, actually. So mm-hmm. When that kind of fits, like, Cronenberg's M.O., he kind of, like, that whole 80s, like, let's make the edgy version of, like, this old, you know, franchise, like... And now that's like oh, like Ryan Johnson like, makes the edgy Star Wars, huh? <laughs> oh, you're trying to you're trying to force that into the episode. It's not organic. We've mentioned this fucking movie on the past 17 episodes of the goddamn show. <laughs> don't try to force it in where it doesn't fit, Adam. It doesn't fit here. I don't like think. A, like a star, uh, yeah. like at a, a star in a square hole. Huh? <laughs> yeah, star in a square I mean, hole. The force can do a lot of things, though. Forcing things. Hey, there you go. Into space like Mary Poppins and, you know, flying uh, across. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Ruin Johnson. Like, maybe. Ruin maybe. Johnson. <laughs> Made the worst hey, Star Wars movie. He's filming his next movie, and I'm stoked for it because it has everybody in Hollywood in it, apparently. Uh, it's going to be good because uh, he's just going to subvert everything. He's going to. It's a, it's a murder mystery movie. I bet nobody's going to even die in it. It's just going to be people uh, hanging out and we're going to be like, oh, it's, it's going to be full of movie. Asians, Asian girls, and it's going to be SJW stuff. And no one. Yeah. Likes it's going to be all SJW characters. No white guy's going to talk the whole movie, even though 80% of the cast is white guys. And uh, it's uh, stupid. He's SJW. He's a shill. Somebody's watched a lot of YouTube videos. Dude. It's yelling like, at my I, TV. You know, and I'm not, know I'm not sexist or anything, but, uh, you know. I'm not sexist, <laughs> racist, But, but Kathleen Kennedy needs to fucking die. <laughs> Just, like, like, they have, but like, listen, a... I have some bombs in the mail. And we're like, I imagine them having like a word doc that says all of the terms, all the all the terms that they're not, and they just like copy and paste it like (laughs) before the the self spreadsheet. I'm not copy paste. uh, (laughs) 
God damn it. Racist, xenophobic, uh, sexist, like all this shit. It's like, okay, now I can see my fucked up <laughs> shit now. I got all those terms out of the way. It just doesn't make sense for an Asian woman to be an engineer in this world. It yeah. just doesn't make any sense. Well, women aren't good at anything. Everybody knows that. But Look, I'm not sexist. She has purple hair and it doesn't make any sense. I can't be objective about women. How can I not be? Obje- I just try to be objective about this movie. Doesn't make me a woman hater, even though they all suck. <laughs> just mean just because I'm not a woman, I can't have an opinion on <laughs> on how women on how pers- women are. <laughs> God damn it! All right, all right, guys, I'm shutting this tangent down. Um, uh, yeah, dude, fucking, it's good old Brent. I think he says my name right here in this. What scene. was his uh, character in Scanner? He was a uh, he was the head CEO of that optical. No, no, viewed. Was it Videodrome? Who was he? No, he was he was in Scanners. He was in Videodrome. He, he was, was he was the, in Videodrome, uh, yeah. He was uh the, the uh, CEO of Optical something. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah of yeah. Uh, op- yeah, the glasses company or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to see him him in this movie again, even for a little bit because you know, I don't yeah. think that guy's getting much work, is he? <laughs> Probably he, not, man. He's like, Davey, I need a favor. Can you put me in this movie? Yeah, like Cronenberg definitely like has has his guys. Like he has like his. Yeah. Uh, that that's what's funny people. when you watch a lot of movies from the same director, and you start yeah. picking up like who their people are. And you're like, oh, okay, this is yeah, the like guy, oh, yeah. he likes this guy. It's yeah. like, like ruin. Johnson likes JGL <laughs> and puts him in everything. Or like JJ like, Abrams likes that one fucking uh, oh Grunberg Porker. What's his name? Like Greg Grunberg. I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lost. Like he's in the what's, pilot. What's well, his name? Is it Porker in the in oh, the yeah, Star Wars? Pork. Like his yeah, name's, like, his name's like Porker. Yeah, yeah something like that. It's like something weird. Yeah, like no, seriously, like, it's Star Wars. No Porkins. Porkins. That's what. It is. What are you talking about? That's the original Star Wars. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't you guys he, are mixing it up. Isn't he like Porkins' son? No, God, you guys, God, as a Star Wars fan, I want to rip both your fucking heads off. He's Greg Grunberg. His name is like Jones or something in that movie. His name's Porkins, but, uh, right? Porkins right, Jones. He's trying to fucking make No, I'm serious. Is his name Porkins? No, it's not. It's not. Really? Yeah, you're but right. no, Pork- that's his guy. Going back to the original point, like that's his guy. And uh, thank, thank God Stephen Lack was not fucking Cronenberg's guy, man. Oh, man. Because if and when you watch Scanners. Well, I think Cronenberg <laughs> is uh, a lot smarter He's yeah. like, ooh, boy, yeah. I didn't. But uh, John didn't Carpenter work. has has a lot of reoccurring. Well, at least Kurt Russell's a pretty yeah. Kurt Russell's his guy for sure. Mm-hmm. So speaking it's a good of, one to pick. Absolutely. Speaking of John Carpenter, How do you, speaking of John Carpenter, just kind of, uh, I guess, no, we'll, kind we'll, of, we'll, no, we'll keep nowhere. on it. Yeah, keep on. Um, where, when, how do you get to the point where you get to have your name in the title? Oh, John like Carpenter's, John Carpenter's this. Like, what? What do you have to do? Like, oh, so is that I like your self absorbed? You know because I, 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 know I this mean, too. hopefully, it, it's because like he made so much money on Halloween and the unmarketability of like the movie. They have to put in his his name because like the okay. thing is like it wasn't as marketable, right? And that's why they put John Carpenter's okay. the thing. So that, that's a good, that, that makes sense too. I'm sure that was a part of it, right? But it was actually all ego. It was like, oh, really? I've been I was listening say, to that's this. That's what it sounds like. Like it me. was, I was listening to the, um, Halloween unmasked podcast. I, I referenced it on the last episode. It's really great. Listen to it guys. Um, it just gives you like good context for like John Carpenter coming into the, the eighties at this time. Uh, so he got the gig on Halloween and he basically told the producers, like, hey, put my name in front of it. And they were like, 
what, what, what is that going to do? He's like, no, just put my name in front of it. Like, I want people to know, like, this is my thing. <laughs> and like, that's like all it was. And then it became like John Carpenter's, the thing, John Carpenter's everything, because he like came in on the ground floor and was like, uh, the, oh, no, I'm sorry. That was one of his stipulations for doing the movie is because they were like, <laughs> Hey, come in and do <laughs> this. And he was like, uh, one of the things, uh, just put my name before the movie title. And then, so that's why it was like on well, the thing. Did he do it on John Carpenter's big trouble in little China? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, I guess not. So I guess he backed off from he it, backed off from but it. But I, <laughs> but at the beginning, it's like he wanted people to know his name when they see the movie. And title, then I guess it know? just became his thing, like his signature. Right, yeah. right, right. His the thing. His the thing. <laughs> So, John Carpenter, how would he do this movie? If he, uh... Oh, man. If he, if he directed, if he wrote, if he directed. I don't know. I think would there be more, like, maybe, like, jump scares? Just a little more, like, horror tropey. Like, not as... Like, this is very, like... It, it just presents him as, as I mean, there's a couple of moments like where he busts through the fucking window. And yeah, but it, you're right. It's not really horror. It's not really yeah. horror. It's very subtle and like, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of like it's body gore, like gore, like body horror, but not yeah. really like horror. Not scary like, scary horror. Scary horror, yeah. like fucking murder I horror. Think it would be more like the thing and Kurt Russell would be the alpha guy, but a lot more likable than that, than this this bearded fellow right here. Oh, dude, you know, that's... They would I haven't seen the thing of, in so long. I don't even remember. Oh, well, dude, pretty much so like, weird. you know, that... It would be kind of like the thing, I'd I'd say, that you, would, you wouldn't know, like... Like, you would have some creature in the background that's slowly morphing, you know? Dude, I don't know. Okay, here, here it is, I think. Okay. So, from the get-go, you have... Oh, this scene's so gross. Yeah. The scene when he melts the his hand alpha off. guy's <laughs> hand is oh, so nasty. Um, <laughs> alpha guy. So from the get go, you have uh, Seth Brundle, played by likable, I guess Goldblum. Sure, just right, keep right. it Goldblum. Gina Davis, sure, keep her. She's great. Um, and then yeah, you have Kurt Russell as the likable ex boyfriend who's not right. a creep this He's time. Not a creep. You keep him as a secondary character in the movie. Keep him likable. And then as the main character, as Jeff Goldblum starts to decay, instead of him staying kind of the hero in the movie, he starts to become more villainous. He starts maybe attacking Gina Davis here and there, Mm -hmm. uh, becoming more of a threat. And then it ends like the thing with Kurt Russell coming in. There's a whole set piece. There's a whole set piece. Yeah, and then him him coming in and saving Gina Davis. Like, you think she's going to get killed. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, Jeff Goldblum's, like, going to throw her in the pod or whatever and morph Mm -hmm. her into some monster. And then he comes in and he saves the day. I think think that's probably closer to what his his version would be. Right, to have a more likable, like, secondary. Yeah, have the hero not be Jeff Goldblum, but have him be... Yeah. yeah, more yeah. of a straight up monster flick, like yeah, more of a yeah, straight up monster for monster sure. Like yeah, yeah. Well, but, there it is. Yeah, but you would have you would have lost the uh, the thematic stuff that Cronenberg's the fascinated nuance. with. Yeah, the nuance, the nuance. Yes, yeah. that's nuance. that's why I think this movie is like so brilliant. Is because it like never really at any point turns him into the villain. 
it's like he's always you always feel for him throughout yeah, the yeah, movie. It's kinda like a victim yeah, of sure. you know, of the fucking of his own doing, of course, but Well that's just yeah. the same with like Frankenstein, like the monster. Yeah, yeah. That's it's that's what it has in common victim. with that. Yeah. yeah. It's, you you feel sorry for them throughout. It's like mm-hmm. this guy's getting violent and he's taking it out on people, but it's not because of him. It's like Because you know like what his nature to him, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing about like that kind of is just terrifying about these types of movies like Frankenstein or like Mm-hmm. Or like uh, you know the fly. It's just it's like what is really you know it goes back to that point I made about identity. It's like that's what's truly terrifying is that you have no control. Like if this thing happens to you, and like yeah, like what can you, your free will? I guess quote unquote is like gone. And did you even have free will to begin with? You know because like him changing into the fly. It's like he he was he's totally out of control of his behavior, but was yeah. he really in control of his behavior beforehand? You know, yeah. Based on his like genetics or like you know his experience and all that. That's what kind of terrifies. It's like an existential like horror yeah. thing for you know? sure. Yeah, it makes you think about like, oh, what am I really? You know? Yeah, I mean, you're just like subject to whatever kind of life throws at you. you know? I mean, you can't right. control. If you get cancer tomorrow, exactly, and you're just going to start and, deteriorating. And you don't know how it's going to affect you. Like, yeah, yeah. Or if you have a mental illness or anything. I mean, you can. Any of us can become a monster with just like the slightest change of a factor. Of That's what's so sick. terrifying about yeah. this movie. I think even yeah. more so than just like the body horror. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it's just like a physical manifestation or like an extreme physical manifestation of what can happen to you on a smaller right. scale. I mean, we're all right. decaying slowly as we live, like, mm-hmm. yeah. or as we die. Hey. Hey. Hey, you, you guys want to, like, kill kill yourselves later? I well, got some nooses in the room. <sighs> Let's do it, uh, Talk man. to me on yeah. November 6th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once once the, I'm sure, I'm sure on uh, episode 8, uh, that we record, which yeah. I think will be one of the first these ones. Are all, these are all recorded, so, you know, by the time you listen to this, we'll be dead. Like, we're just Yeah, gone. exactly. It's going to be uh, post... <laughs> I always want to say postpartum, and that's not... That's the opposite. That is literally the opposite God, of postpartum. killing yourself. <laughs> right? Yeah, that baby brain. Um, that's that when your real life brain. ends. Yeah, once that much. once that baby pops out, the truth. You know, literally, like you could die and you already succeeded as like a human because you had a baby. Yeah, well, that's go. a good way to look at it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it then. I'm on board. Yeah, you don't <laughs> have any time like, to close up shop. <laughs> I mean, as, no, on a serious note, like yeah. yeah, like as a male, that's all you were designed for. Like yeah, you're really just to like put your seed in a in a girl and that's it. And he's already better than me, dude. So it's <laughs> it's good. I'm out. He's cuter than you. <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. That's, that's like, all Amy's genes for that's, sure. It's like the first thing Brian said to me after I had my baby. He's like, How's it feel to make your replacement, man? I'm like, God damn, bro. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, like like I'm already having an existential yeah, crisis. You, you have no idea how many nights I've just lay, lie to sleep or yeah, lie, right, lie like, awake in, fuck, in bed man. at night this just a, thinking about that. But thanks for saying. Yeah, that. it's just yeah. like your spawn. That's what Jeff Goldblum was dealing with. <clears throat> you know, like he yeah. he wanted to keep the baby. Yeah, because that's all that's uh, you know left to him. You know what? So okay. he could die. He accepted his death. He just wanted to keep his, keep the baby. Yeah, I, I I wanted to ask you guys this because I was thinking about this like from really early on in the movie. If the fly wasn't in there, what do you guys think? Uh, what do you guys think would have happened? Do you think that like the system was like airtight enough that it was safe enough that it was like 
like See, successful. I'll, I'll yeah, well, of, he teleported again. Yeah. Without, he did again. Yeah, he did it like when he was banging that fucking crusty chick. I guess like, so. He and he was already fucked, so it just <laughs> replated. Re- replated? What the fuck is yeah. that word? Replate? <laughs> it just like made another version of him that's already. Yeah. See, yeah, that's the only thing I was kind of disappointed for. I mean, it's not. It's not bad that they didn't mention it, but I was kind of hoping some sort of like commentary on like know the actual like philosophy of teleportation yeah because it's like they did a little bit when they said oh you get you get disintegrated and then you get reintegrated like on the other side so there wasn't any like really like they didn't really go too much into like it's like are you a different person yeah is it just destroying you and then rebuilding you on the other isn't it really is it really you remaking you yeah you know it's i it's just so crazy how like this movie has that in its like pocket, but like doesn't even need to play yeah, that. There was card. a little like sprinkled. You know? The Simpsons yeah, actually over. addressed that. Uh, really? Yeah, there of was like things. one where they made like two different Barts or something. Like I think they did the like multiple fly episodes. Um, I know they Dude, did. there have been there was a whole Rick and Morty fly episode. Like this mo- this movie has uh, like oh, yeah, the Cronenberg social, <laughs> the reality Cronenberg world. Yeah, no, I'm not surprised at that. <laughs> We can't bore you, bro. It's so fucking good. You guys wouldn't get it, though. It's really deep. Guys, listen. It's... You guys don't smoke you enough really weed, bro. You really even, like, understand the show. Hey, you smoke weed, and then you watch Wicked Morty, bro. <laughs> it was better when lit. only, like, smart people liked it, but now all these dumb people on Facebook. Yeah. Season hey, 2 was better it. because it didn't have a female writer. Hey, guys. And hey. <laughs> that's, a, that's a complaint, hey. by the way. It's ridiculous. Szechuan yeah. sauce. Am I right, guys? Szechuan <laughs> sauce. Yeah. Let's go have some of that. Hot take, though. Szechuan sauce, best sauce at McDonald's. Man, you are... It's fucking good. I was about to say the F word, but I... Yeah. I, I like, already had to edit out like two of those from you this season. Did I say it like on the? You did God. a couple times, I'm and then sorry, you said the guys. R word. No, it was, well, <laughs> well, people don't know what it was until just now. Well, We're I mean, talking about different F and R words. I feel like the R word is still okay. Fracking, uh, fracking, fracking, and rectal uh, retirement and retirement. retirement. Yeah. <laughs> really controversial you subject. Fucking fractal, <laughs> you fractal. A bunch of retirements out here. <laughs> Trying to fucking those damn retires. Oh man, yeah, I've been saying frigate a lot because I don't want to like say like bad words in front of the baby. I'm like these fucking frigates or these freaking frigates. Oh, dude, I'm gonna have to like these fucking frigates. You (laughs) just like say the worst. The the (laughs) you still say the word. You're still trying to avoid frigate ass cunts. Like. And Man, like, I'm gonna have to stop like saying yeah, no, yeah, dude, it's it's bad. I mean, I'm gonna have to stop watching like go, like Castlevania around Atticus. <laughs> I was watching it with him on my hey, lap is that, this is morning. That new I should season? stop doing that. Castlevania, dude, is you there? watched it? I watched the first season. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Season two's out. Yeah, oh, it's fucking shit. great so far. I'm, I'm only I like love one the in. first season. Yeah, it's, it's cool. great. It's for an anime. Pretty good. Hey, anime is anime is really cool. Like you have. <laughs> You have uh, use K and Listen, I really and like Dragon when Ball they take. I say I really like when they take twenty episodes to tell a story that they could fit in four episodes. I I like that. I like wasting my time. Hey, there's nothing shows. wrong with twenty episodes of just jugs, bro, bouncing. All right, <laughs> don't be funny. Well, I agree with that. You can't fucking throw that well, the, fit at me. The manga's better though. <laughs> oh man! But, all right. Well, but there's no boob physics in manga. That's true. 
Just I guess you gotta take gotta the good, you gotta take the bad, and then just, but it's yeah. about the story, bro. <laughs> Japanese culture is just different, and you guys don't know, dude. When I went to Japan, oh my god! When I went to Japan, yeah, we were going, we were in Tokyo, and uh, we were. It, it was it's, it was really humid, like super hot, like we were sweating and everything. Damn. And we were going to a Tokyo, the Tokyo Tower. So it's kind of like the Eiffel Tower, but in Tokyo. But uh, yeah. it was up a hill. But made out of chops. And you just, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> you, you, you're going up this hill, so it's quite a walk. And there's this, this big, fat otaku guy. And I was like, finally, I see one. Because I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I came like, all this way in a natural environment. Yeah. And this is like, you can tell, he's like probably like <laughs> 10 times bigger than the average Japanese person. <laughs> and he's sweating and he's struggling. Well, because he going. ate four of them. That's, like, sure why I want, that's like why I want to lose weight before I go to Japan. I'm just going to be like, oh, gochida. I'm so fat, well, it's it, they're they're making you know the Japanese people they're they're making money off of it because in the Tokyo Tower they had like Evangelion like gift shop and like all this that's stuff. fucking cool man because they they oh, that's awesome they know what they're doing they know that they're exporting culture they yeah. know that they're making yeah. the money off of this so they don't they don't give a shit about like otaku's and stuff but. If if you're if you're a fat otaku guy and you want to go to Japan and try to pick up your a little Japanese lady, don't count on it. <laughs> just don't. Just you're yeah. better off just you know trying to get you know. You a, buy a, body a, pillow. I have. <laughs> check your fedora at the door, fellas. Uh. <laughs> if you think, yeah, I, I mean, I can guarantee that there no Japanese girl is gonna want to talk to you. That's yeah. for that's for damn sure. <laughs> Oh, that makes me really sad. Just like mm. the image of like a guy working his shitty night security job and he's for like, like yeah, six saving months, up. saving <laughs> up, flies to Japan, is just like sweaty and by himself <laughs> the whole time trying to talk to Japanese women with like his 12 Japanese words that he knows. <laughs> and then he flies home alone. You gotta alone give him more credit than that. Sumimasen, sumimasen, sumimasen. <laughs> Soupy Soupy Ego ga wakari maska. so fucking. So oh, that's great. Yeah, you sound like a fucking anime character. Konnichiwa. <laughs> Whoa, konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Ohio. <laughs> oh yeah, Ohio. <laughs> that's where I came from. <laughs> Sugoi. Sugoi. Kawaii, kawaii, just like a ninja turtle. Kawaii, bunga. (laughs) No, kawaii means fucking cute. Yeah, I know. In case, in case the listeners don't uh, don't know. Wow. Okay, so I've been seeing that on like social media and everything, and I've just been like, I don't know what that means. It's fine. Kawaii spelled with an H. Yeah. Kawaii. Peace sign. Yeah, they do the peace sign. Say kawaii. All right, guys. Well, that's been Japan Dead Corner <laughs> on the uh, director show. So, what did we cover today? We covered Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> a little bit of the fly, a little bit of fly. a little uh, bit of the election, a little bit. Like Talk, talked about the metaphor uh, for AIDS, <laughs> cancer, life, and death, and then finished with some uh, <laughs> Japan, some very subtly racist <laughs> Japanese, yeah. Yeah. which Adam said all the. 
yeah, Asian it accent. Like I was me, but it was actually Adam because yeah. he's the our designated. Uh, Dude, I wouldn't. Racist. I would. I would own up to that <laughs> if I was not even our designated <laughs> Asian. He's the designated. I'm sorry. Racist. I know. I, I, I was. I was rushed. Like talking. <laughs> this is coming from the whitest guy here. No, Brett that's Carroll. true. Yeah, you're right. I am the whitest guy here. <laughs> Look, he's using his privilege to to put the blame on me. Yeah, I'm 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 keeping the minorities down. <laughs> See, people like him. I, he's the reason why I can't get on Twitter because he he he. Yeah, because you'll me. get attacked vehemently as the racist <laughs> of the podcast. I, I heard that bleep in episode five. What do you say? Do you say the n word? <laughs> They were like, yes, yes, he said the N word, but (laughs) you know, that was Adam. But listen, he's a good guy. I said bigger, (laughs) bigger. God damn it. All right. Well, guys, final (laughs) thoughts on the fly. Final Um, thoughts. Sergio, what's, uh, what's, what's the final thoughts? I don't know. I I really, I really enjoyed it actually. And I love the pacing. And I I thought like, I just watched it maybe like a couple of years ago because I had to do like a report for school. And I was like, I don't want to, I hate I'm one of those people, like, I have to let a lot of time pass before I watch a movie again. Yeah. Because, I, I don't know, I just kind of, it gets stagnant for me. And, mm. But watching it again, like, I immediately got back into it. It's really the pacing of the film that I love. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, Jeff Goldblum's just, like, really captivating in it. Like, seeing his transformation. And, um, I mean, just it's just a really well-done movie. I think it's it's perfect, like, lengthwise. It's only an hour and 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... Oh, really, really enjoyable, and it's got all the best of Cronenberg condensed into like a digestible package. It's not like <laughs> yeah. overly Cronenberg, and it's also, I mean, still got the the visual appeal. It's got the like star power, and yeah, overall, I, I thought it was a great movie. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, a lot of this. I mean, I, I feel the same way about a lot, a lot of stuff you said. Um, I mean, I, I love how like streamlined and straightforward this movie is. Yeah. It's like it doesn't it doesn't add any elements that aren't paid off later. Like like yeah, it, it keeps it super small. There's only like four characters and mm-hmm. I only say four because there's that chick uh Tawny or T- Tammy or whatever <laughs> the chick that he has sex with. Uh, but it's like super small and and just like hyper focused. Um and yeah, I mean, it's, it's like really emotional. Like you feel for Jeff Goldblum as he, uh, starts to like turn into a monster. Um, it keeps your like sympathies with him makes like, keep, like keeps him as the hero and like, he never becomes like too aloof. Um, and yeah, I mean the, the acting's great. Of course, Gina Davis is amazing as always. Goldblum has fucking never been better. Um, uh yeah, I don't think he's ever been better as far as uh yeah, really honestly. Um and yeah, I mean The Fly is probably my favorite uh Cronenberg movie, I think. Mm. I think it's just like straight up at, out of out of the ones I've seen, which granted are probably like half of them actually, I think, <laughs> unfortunately still. Um and our last Cronenberg movie is one that both of us haven't seen, so I'm pretty stoked for that. Um but uh, yeah, as of now, it's my favorite, and uh, I love this movie. It's great. It's fucking gross and uh, <laughs> really, really nasty, and somehow even nastier than the thing. Uh, and I know on the thing episode, I talked about oh, it's like the nastiest movie I've ever seen. It's not true anymore. Uh, I fucking remember now. Um, so yeah, it's it's uh, excellent. Great. What's what's the one you haven't seen? 
Uh, we're doing Dead Ringers. Yeah, Dead, Dead Ringers. Ringer. Okay. Yeah. Apparently that one's good. Yeah, I've heard but it's, it's we, one of his according best. According to internets. I want to yeah. see Existence. Is that one? That's, that's that one is two, right? fucking crazy, man. Is it? That movie's weird. It came out yeah, I remember around really the time weird. of The Matrix, and it did a disservice uh, to it. Because The Matrix was like the big blockbuster mm-hmm. version of a similar thing that Existence was doing. Mm-hmm. And you should check that out. It's good. It's fucking gross, too. <laughs> Hell yeah. What about you, Adam? This is the first time seeing The Fly, right? Yeah, I have yeah. never seen it before, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'll just uh, kind of, you know, piggyback off what you guys said about it. I mean, I also enjoyed that it was 90 minutes long, because I don't think this movie would have done... It wouldn't have been... It would have been too much if it had been like two hours or something yeah, because for sure, yeah. man like i'm glad that they started things started picking up because at the beginning I, I was thinking like well, okay wh- when are we gonna get to the fucking when is the shit gonna happen because <laughs> we all know we all know the fly you know it's gonna some shit's gonna happen Where, where's that fly at where's that fly, where's at? That fly? and then it, it, i think then it came in it? at the right time yeah yeah it came at the, the right time great yeah and also again yeah jeff goldblum you know, I, I really never thought he could be outside of Jeff Goldblum-iness, which is okay. Like, he's great as, you know, being himself. I mean, he's a very charming guy, but it goes to show that he can act and he can, he can do. I don't, I don't know what else, like, I mean, I don't, obviously you guys don't know, right, of any other, like, not really that, good. Not that I've seen. Right. Like, this is like I, the I first really time I've seen a movie seen that him in a lot of, uh, right. I know he has some, like, more 80s stuff that apparently he's, like, more of a, a character actor mm. than like his modern day stuff. Yeah. And he was super fit in this movie. Oh yeah, dude. He was looking fit. sexy. Oh yeah. Even uh, with that haircut. Yeah. But, um, also, you know, j- just the, the very interesting, um, ideas that are going on, you know, the, the below, sur- the below the surface of the simple plot, there's a lot of, cool themes going on like we discussed like identity and even politics you know in terms of just like abortion and and uh experimentation and how far science can go and all that stuff so it's really cool to to, i love these kind of movies that use a simple plot to explore a lot of complex uh ideas Mm -hmm. so uh yeah i mean um i like this better than scanners even though I really like Scanners, it's just Stephen. La- Again, I keep going back to how bad Stephen Lack is. <laughs> it's it's lacking in mm-hmm. acting talent for sure. But uh, I still think Videodrome. I'm sorry, Serge. What? <laughs> I, I used that joke to death like eight times yeah. already oh, on previous man. episodes. Yeah, you lack originality. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just You're a running thing, you know. <laughs> um, I think that I like Videodrome more. Than the fly and Brent, yeah. you probably would understand. I completely why. understand why. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's more not an Adam that, movie. Yeah, and exactly. this is more a Brent movie. Like, <laughs> but like the fly is really that. good. Like, I really enjoy this movie. But I watch like Videodrome over the fly for sure. You know. Yeah. But Jeff Goldblum is definitely a more likable character. And I also for also sure. the reason why I wouldn't <laughs> watch the fly again anytime soon is because. I'm just way too pissed off at that bearded guy. Like I fucking hate his character. He's so fucking. <laughs> and he, I guess yeah. it's a a testament to that guy's acting because, like, you know, like. Well, fuck then that it was guy. pretty gratifying to see him get like fucking yeah. like, 
melting yeah. at the end of the movie. I wanted, that, I that ankle so melting, brutal, man. But yeah. I wanted his face get. I wanted his face to be melted off. Though. Yeah, come on. Where's that Indiana yeah. Jones face melt scene? Yeah, didn't get it. They nope. use that same tech. You can tell it's like the same, yeah. like kind of on the hand. Yeah, it looked exactly yeah, the same yeah, for yeah. sure. Is it just like a wax? Probably it's melting like wax. A, yeah, yeah, and they just yeah. take like a torch to it or some shit. Yeah, and they speed up the frame rate. Or <laughs> yeah, something? I don't know. it looks so. all like weird. Yeah, yeah like all yeah. sped up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, this is a great movie. Um, so we're into plug time. Sergio, is there anything you want to tell the millions of listeners that <laughs> listen to this all podcast? Eight to ten million, <laughs> depending if it's a, if it's a if it's a slow week, we'll get about eight, yeah. maybe seven, but mm-hmm. you know, seven to eight million. Like uh, yeah. anything you say now will impact the rest of your life <laughs> forever. <laughs> right. Remember to subscribe and hit that notification bell. Okay. Yeah, That's, thank you, Serge. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing to plug. But just remember, hit that notification bell if you want to like, see what's going on on my subscribe. channel. <laughs> you want to hear more about Ruin Johnson and how he fucking ruined Star Wars. Yeah. Welcome to Serge's <laughs> neckbeard corner. <laughs> yeah, right. Serge's <laughs> neckbeard corner. So I just want to talk about the, the fuck SJW, <laughs> Dan, with Sergio Benuelos. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just hate that Ray's such a Mary Sue. Listen, you know, it doesn't make sense how she'd become so powerful in just about 48 hours. Yeah, or like, we know women don't learn things that fast. It you doesn't know? make sense. And, like, Kylo's been training like for, like, his whole life. And I don't care that yeah. she's grown up in a harsh environment that would train her to utilize certain skills. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense for her to learn these things that fast. Look, I don't care this is a totally made-up fantasy <laughs> where rules can be made up on the fly. It's totally illegitimate because it's made up. It's not true. But look, That's what, besides the point. I read all the Legends books, and in those books, you know, people just don't learn that much. Not even Luke Skywalker. He wasn't a full-on Jedi Till after three movies. And, you know, how's Ray just going to learn in a couple of minutes? Now, listen, it's not until um, the third book in Timothy Zahn's Thrawn trilogy <laughs> that we really Zahn? get a good grasp for Steve Luke's Zahn? powers. <laughs> and in this movie, <laughs> I have to kill this bit because yeah, everybody's like, turned so off the done. podcast. You they see, see it's only two minutes left. <laughs> the, the What's je- the point? The Jedi Academy was established just to just <laughs> I can't even do it, man. All right. Um, no, no plugs, though? You got no plugs? Uh, no, mm-hmm. man. Just fucking play uh, Star Wars uh, Terrascasi Warriors on uh, <laughs> PlayStation, <laughs> PlayStation 1. God damn What it, a dude. plug. No, yeah, go, go buy it on cuts. Amazon for $138. <laughs> or Is that really what it costs? <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. God damn. That's one of the deepest cuts we've ever had on this podcast. Insane. Yeah. Jesus shit. Christ. Um Guys, add us on PlayStation, though. <laughs> PlayStation um, 1. On, on, on PS1 that's not online. Um, we have a LAN going. <laughs> we so have a LAN. If you want to come over, get that CRT, hook it up. <laughs> hey, hey, bring bring the uh, uh, Sprite Remix. Oh, shit. And man. pop Pizza those rolls. bad boys in the fridge. <laughs> Bust out the old 25-inch hey, Sanyo TV. <laughs> Sergio, you remember fucking Sprite Remixes, dog? Dude, hell yeah. (laughs) I I was remixing it up back in the day. Dude, Dude. I could not get enough of those Sprite (laughs) Remixes, man. (laughs) Tropical Mix. Too fucking good. Remix. (laughs) There are are unofficial sponsor of uh, the show, so shout out to Sprite Remix. Tweet at us if you can somehow find like (laughs) an old... 
crate, like a factory like crate, like that's still got <laughs> like, like an Indiana Jones. <laughs> you yeah. stumble into the fucking that has the old Sprite remix. You trip over the Ark of the Covenant into a Sprite <laughs> remix crate. <laughs> Just grab those bad boys and ship them down to Texas. <laughs> uh, and oh, pizza shit, rolls. Guys. Don't forget the pizza rolls. And the pizza rolls. You got to yeah. have those too. Yeah. Um, but other than that, guys, listen to all those Sticker Fridge podcasts. Mm-hmm. Listen to those Delphin podcasts. Watch our videos. Go to our website, stickerfridge.com. Mm-hmm. Email us at stickerfridge at gmail.com if you have any inquiries. And uh, let us know if you want to be on the podcast. Let us know. Yeah, let us if know. You want to be a guest. Let us know. Um, we'll probably in the next few episodes announce what we're doing next season. Ooh. And we're gonna have a couple of bonus episodes, um, which I forgot mm-hmm. what those were, but we will remember those after we finish recording. And um <laughs> Do all the regular shit. Yeah, Yeah, it's right. (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, Yeah, rate, review, subscribe, all Mm -hmm. that shit. And Mm -hmm. uh, you got anything, Adam? Uh, uh, Again, thank you for listening. I'm glad that all y'all are on this journey with us. It's been a it's been a while that we've been doing this. We've been pretty consistent. I'm hoping that we can do a sort of. I hope I, I'm telling you we're on the fly right now on the fly now, but uh, uh, some sort of recapitulation, like a sort of uh, reflection on what we have been doing the whole, the whole thing, the whole director showdown. Yeah, man. Thing. Let's uh, let's let's aim mm-hmm. for that for for the a last bonus, episode of the season. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Let's so see. episode eight, we'll kind of do that. That's best a great of. Idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, like a best I of, do a best of, yeah, yeah. That's a, good <laughs> a little idea. best of, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm down for that. That's a good idea. And is this podcast officially longer than the actual film yet? Oh, uh, we we oh we they would. have been, yeah, yeah, for sure. This I think the whole season, mm-hmm. uh, this whole season at least has been longer than the 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 movies we're fucking talking. Well, at least about. when we have guests on, I think. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. The Blade Runner one I was on with uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, uh, that was like three hours, man. Jesus the the Delphin Pod one. That yeah, that That's was a good insane. one too, though. It was a good episode. Yeah, good one, um, Sergio. Thanks for coming on again, man. Uh, hope always to gotta have get you back on. soon. Yeah. Hope yeah, to have you back soon. anytime. For sure, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, guys, and see you next week. Bye bye.